Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give, and there's no regular commitment. Just click the link in the show description to support now. It's Wednesday night, so we take you now to Duffy's Tavern, starring Archie himself, Ed Gardner. Duffy's Tavern is brought to you by Bristol Myers, makers of Ipana toothpaste for the smile of beauty and Vitalis for well-groomed hair. Ipana, Vitalis. So for the smile of beauty, use Ipana twice a day, and men your hair will look neater when it's groomed the Vitalis way. Hello, Duffy Stavin. Where do you leave me, Deed? I you the manager speaking. Duffy ain't here. Hello, Duffy. How things, uh, well, I'd uh, say that our business is on a very solid foundation. Yeah, on the rock. <laughs> what, Duffy? Uh, yeah, the spring cleaning is all finished. And, uh, you know, there wasn't as much dirt as you'd expect. Mm, with all them leaks in the seal, there's been a good deal of natural erosion. Eddie, <laughs> please. Uh, yeah, Duffy, we gave the place a thorough cleaning, and a funny thing happened, you know? Remember that black cat of ours? After five years, we found out she's really white. <laughs> huh? Just a second, I'll find out, uh, Eddie, uh, after we clean up the place, what did you do with all the extra dirt he wants to know? Uh, dumped it into the cellar. Oh, he dumped it into the cellar? Yeah. Now you gotta walk up one flight to get down to the cellar. <laughs> What, Duffy? Huh? Clean the wall? Look, Duffy, if I scrape one more layer of dirt off of that wall, we'll all be next door. <laughs> and incidentally, as long as I've been doing all this extra work, what about raising me salary? Fifteen bucks a week ain't to be sneezed at? Duffy, these days, fifteen bucks a week is gone before you can say Gesundheit. <laughs> now, look, I'm going to give you a choice. Will you give me a raise and hang up the phone? Or shall I keep thin here telling you what a cheap, contemptible crumb you are? Hmm. How'd you make out? He dropped another nickel on the phone. <laughs> Say, men, what do you want from a hair preparation? You want your hair to look well-groomed, don't you? Sure I do. But the trouble is, when I put on a hair preparation, my hair gets all greasy. It looks terrible, and I don't like that. Most men don't. That's why they switch to Vitalis. Vitalis and the famous 60-second workout. For Vitalis is one hair grooming preparation that tames down dry, unruly hair with a natural look. But without giving you a trace of that greasy, patent leather shine. What's Vitalis got that makes it so different? It's what Vitalis hasn't got that makes it so different. Vitalis does not contain one single drop of mineral oil. Only pure vegetable oils that prevent dryness and give your hair a neat, masculine look. Give yourself the famous Vitalis 60-second workout. See how it loosens your tight, dry scalp with a refreshing, tingling stimulation. Routes loose dandruff, too, and helps retard excessive falling hair. You feel good, you look good, and all in just 60 seconds. So to look your best tomorrow, get a bottle of Vitalis tonight. Eddie, 
Answer that phone. Tell that stuffy that he's an underhanded rat, a snake, a double-dealing swine, and a two-faced skunk, and that I'm up at the zoo getting some new ideas. <laughs> Miss McCarthy, oh, I can't. Tell him. Tell him. Tell him he's a baboon, a bottleneck, a big bum and a brow-beaten boar. Hello. Stop it, Sam. I the keeper of the bees, speaking. <laughs> Oh, hello, Mr. Duffy. Yeah, Miss Archer? Well, he's busy here with some very big names. Go ahead. Tell him what I said, that dirty crumb. Hello, Miss Duffy. Miss Archer say he's impatient with you. <laughs> well, that's what he said. Yeah, but you know, these things always lose a little something in the translation. <laughs> Give me that phone. Now, look... For the last time, either I ought to get a raise or I quit. Huh? Okay, I know you love me like a son, but... Yes. Yes, I realize the job is steady. Been with you a long time. Yes, I know that at times you have spoken kindly to me. <laughs> yes, you did give me my first chance, that's true. Huh? Will I take a cut? You crumb! <laughs> That's the thanks I get after all of these years. Years of toil and sweat. Years of keeping me nose to the grindstone. Yeah, and your shoulder to the wheel. Right. And your ear to the ground. Mm-hmm. And your eye on the ball. Right. Right. Too bad you never find time to do some work. <laughs> I'll ignore that. That's tight, Watton. With all that dough, too, what's he going to do with it? He can't take it with him. Maybe not, but... As soon as he finds out which way he's going, three to one he'll make arrangements to have it shipped. <laughs> what a fiend in human form. Archie, I want to talk to you. Well, if it ain't man's best friend. <laughs> Good evening, Miss Duffy. Archie, why do you have these fights with Papa? You know his boss is worse than his fight. That's only because he ain't got no teeth. <laughs> but you shouldn't holler at him like you do. After all, he's an old man, and you're like a son to him. Even more than I am. Well, I just can't stand him. Archie, how about that time you had your tonsils taken out? Who was it paid the hospital bills? Who paid? The stuffy I was in a county hospital, and the county paid the bills. <laughs> Granted. But who pays taxes to the county? Look, Miss Duffy, stop making like a bluebird. Take this job and I'm going to quit it. What a dope I was ever to leave Flyshack, a Bushwhacker, Millstone, and Briggs. <laughs> who? That law firm that I used to work for, Flyshack, a Bushwhacker, Millstone, and Briggs. What did you do? What do you think I did? Watch women? <laughs> that was just a lucky guess. <laughs> but at the same time, I was training to be a lawyer. And, uh, in fact, do you know what uh, Flyshacker used to call me? Hey, stupid. <laughs> that was Millstone. <laughs> Flyshacker used to call me his corpus delecti. Really loved me, you know. Not uh, not only that, but he had great confidence in me, legal knowledge. In fact, I often heard Flyshacker say to Bushwhacker, someday that Archie's going to be a real shyster. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you know, you, you, you were 
sure was a sucker to quit that job if Sarsak and Bushwhacker took that much interest in you. Well, Briggs was even more interested. In fact, I spent most of my time in Briggs' office. Why was that? Briggs was a dame. <laughs> yeah, I learned a lot of law from Briggs, too. I used to go to court with her and watch her exhibit her briefs. <laughs> What a lawyer she was. When she got through with a jury, they didn't know whether they was coming or going. Uh, oh, what? <laughs> oh, no. Hiya, Finnegan. And uh, how's your wife and kids? Go on. Finnegan, are you nuts? I ain't married. I know, Arch, but it seems such a friendly way to open the conversation. <laughs> I'm glad you dropped in. We were just talking about the old days when I studied law with uh, Flyshacker, Bushwhacker, Millstone, and Briggs. Uh, Remember what smart lawyers they were, Finnegan? Oh, yeah. Especially that fly checker. But that guy could take a look at a contract and in 30 seconds he could tell you whether it was verbal or written. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, them was the days, I often wonder what fly shackle looks like today. Last time I seen him was uh, years ago when I testified in court. When was that? When Pelosi's horse bit the street cleaner. Remember, I, I was a witness for the horse. Who's that? <laughs> yeah, I remember. And boy, what a horse's witness you were. <laughs> yeah, that's what Flyshacker said at the time. Uh, I remember that very... Hey, wait a minute, Art. I forgot that you studied law. Maybe you can help me out. You know, me father's been having a little trouble with the traffic cops. Trouble? Yeah. For the last month, the cops been giving him a ticket for parking in front of our house. So? So every morning, the old man's been going down to court and paying a fine. Well, then why don't he stop parking there? How can he? It ain't his car. <laughs> <laughs> well, if the car is parked in front of your house, and it don't belong to your old man, why does he pay the fine? Ah, uh, it's cheaper than moving the house. Now, <laughs> Finnegan, if Brains was bored, you couldn't get on the menu at Lindy's. <laughs> now, stop worrying yeah. about your troubles. I got troubles of my own. Good evening, Archie, my boy. Oh, hello, Officer Clancy. How are you? Oh, pretty good. I'm a little worried about Mrs. Clancy's health, though. Why, what's wrong with it? Nothing. <laughs> You ought to be ashamed of yourself. Every night you come in here and rap your wife. Don't you ever wake up hating yourself in the morning? That's the one advantage of being married to Mrs. Clancy. If I don't hate myself in the morning, she does. <laughs> yeah, but why keep knocking up? You feel that way about her? Why don't you divorce her? Well, what's the use? What do you mean, what's the use? Archie, a friend of mine divorced his wife, and every week for ten years, he had to pay her a great big alimony. So what happened? Last week, he turned around and married her again. Why? For her money. <laughs> well, Archie, I'll be seeing you. I, I, I got to go to court. You don't to court? Yes, yes, I've got to testify. It seems that one of Grogan's employees had an accident. A beer keg fell on his head, and he's suing Grogan. Suing Grogan? Yeah. Has he got a case? Oh, a very good case. The law says if an employee gets hurt during business hours... Yeah. The boss is responsible for damages. Mm, that's one way of getting a raise. What? <laughs> Nothing, Clancy. I'll see you later. So long, Archie. 
Say, uh, Eddie, uh, yeah. I just happened to recall a bit of legal knowledge. Uh, do you know that if an employee in Duffy's cabin was hurt, uh, they had a leg or an arm broken, that we could do Duffy for plenty? Uh, which employer did you have in mind? <laughs> Eddie, you got to do it. It's the only honest legal means I've got of getting a raise out of Duffy. Uh, Miss Arch, a broken arm. I'll tell you what I'll do. I'll settle for a finger. Finger? <laughs> but what about my piano lesson? You don't take piano lessons. I start tomorrow. <laughs> Just a fair weather friend, huh? Okay, I'll get somebody else. Uh, say, Arch, I... Oh, uh, Finnegan. Just the man I'm looking for. Uh, Finnegan, I got a business proposition for you. Oh, fine, Arch. I've been looking for a good business proposition. Yeah. <laughs> How would you like to break your arm? Well, I was thinking of opening a hot dog stand, but if that's the trend... <laughs> So, uh, which arm do I break, Art? Well, what's the difference? There's a lot of difference. My left arm is shorter. <laughs> See? It only hangs to me knees. Well, if it'll make you feel better, we'll break your leg. What's it worth? Ten bucks. Uh, how much for two legs? Twenty bucks. Okay. How much for three legs? <laughs> what are you, Kay? You only got two legs. You seem to forget I'm still a growing boy. <laughs> to start with, uh, we'll just break one leg. Now, stop being a pig. Uh, just a minute, Arch. If I break this leg, would they send me to the hospital? Probably. Would I have to take ether? Ether? Uh, I suppose so. Then the deal is off. That stuff wakes me up. <laughs> Arch, look. Uh, why don't you break a leg? Me? Break my own leg? Yeah. What are you, a sadist? <laughs> well, sorry, I said it. Hey, wait a minute. It don't have to be a real accident, does it? It could fake you. Yeah. Yeah, give me that phone. Uh, Mr. Duffy, <clears throat> it's yours, the legal firm of uh, Burke and Lefkowitz. Uh, yes, uh, this is Mr. Lefkowitz talking. <clears throat> Uh, we all are the legal representatives of your employee, Mr. Archie. <clears throat> yeah, uh, Chandelier just done fell on his head and he had his brain concussed. <clears throat> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Now, now that, uh, that's the, the, the ipso. Now, the fact, though, is... Uh, <clears throat> uh, how about making a settlement? <clears throat> you send the lawyer right down to the tavern? <clears throat> okay. You send the lawyer down? So what? After my years with Flyshacker, Bushwhacker, Millstone, and Briggs, I got a bit of legal knowledge myself. Uh, but is it legal in the state it's in? <laughs> Stop making wise cracks, Eddie. I'm going to the back room and prepare me case. Prepare your case? Yeah, bandage me head. Huh? Now take care of the customers. I'll see you later. Uh, say, Eddie. Uh, yeah. Well, while is in the back room, do you mind if I sing a song? Who am I? Who are you? Oh, I'm Paul Owen, the fellow that sings Soft Water, Smile of Beauty, Use I Panna Twice a Day. Oh, that one. Well, uh, well why not just go ahead, Mr. Owen? I think the couple of baby glad to hear you. In 
the night go with apart. There's a ghost of you within my haunted heart. Ghost of you, my lost romance. Lift that laugh, eyes that dance. Won't let me be Dreams repeat A sweet but lonely song to me Dreams are dust It's you who must belong to me And thrill my haunted heart Be still my haunted heart And thrill my haunted heart Be still Sparkling smile. Listen. Try Itana toothpaste. You'll hear that advice from lovely women the country over. For Itana toothpaste and gum massage can really do things, wonderful things to your teeth and your smile. But let your dentist, the man who knows best the difference between toothpaste, give you the facts. Because more dentists recommend Itana than any other toothpaste or powder. And more dentists use Itana themselves, according to a recent nationwide survey. What's more, Ipana really gets teeth clean, but safely, without gritty abrasives, and followed by gentle gum massage, aids the health of your gums. Ask your dentist about this home care of teeth and gums, and then let it help you to brighter teeth, a more sparkling smile. Get Ipana and get started toward your own Ipana smile of beauty. Until a jury did. 
Uh, how luck out? How about me being a witness? Uh, like now. <clears throat> no, it'll have to be done legal. Legal? Yeah, yeah. If you're going to be a witness, I'll have to prepare a writ, or in your case, a half writ. <laughs> hey, wait a minute. This is probably Duffy's lawyer coming in the door now. Well, the old Duffer in a clean collar. Good evening, gentlemen. Good evening, sir. Uh, are you, pray chance, uh, looking for the accident? That is correct. I am he. <laughs> I take it that you are the counsel for the defense? Also correct. I happen to represent the plaintiff. <laughs> you are a lawyer? I am, sir. A member of the Bar Association? Certainly I'm a member of the Bar Association. How do you think I got these shiny elbows? <laughs> but I studied law on the side. I see. Well, Counselor, if we can come to an agreement, perhaps we can settle this matter out of court. Very well, Counselor. I'll call the first witness. Uh, Mr. Green, take the stand. Yes, sir. Mr. Green, uh, did I give you a bribe for this testimony? Not yet. <laughs> Well, Counselor, does that satisfy you that the case is on the level? No objection, Counselor. Thank you, Counselor. <laughs> well, Mr. Green, I would like you to tell the court my own, and your own words, <laughs> uh, what you know about Duffy's trusted, loyal employee, Archie. I have known Mr. Archie for seven years, during which time not once have I ever seen him perform an act of dishonesty or disloyalty to his employer. Unquote. <laughs> I thank you, Mr. Green. You proceeded to seat and stable with a paid political advertisement. <laughs> Want to take another belt out <laughs> Please do not digress. This is highly irregular. Objection overruled. <laughs> and may I suggest that the learned counsel keep his yap shut while the court's in session? Mr. Green. Yes, sir. Mr. Green. Do you see this chandelier? I do. Can you tell me what it is? I can. What is it? Chandelier. <laughs> You're a witness, counselor. <laughs> We'll concede that it's a chandelier. I thought you would. Now, Counselor, do you have any no prophecy? What? Any beef? <laughs> Sir, by the prima facie evidence, the merits of your plea are ipso facto, null and void. You're willing to surrender, huh? <laughs> I mean you haven't given me one iota of proof. Sir, are you familiar with the case of the people of New York versus the itty-bitty tea room? <laughs> I am not. Then shut up. <laughs> now let's call the next question. Miss Duffy. Miss Duffy, you mean you're going to let the opponent's daughter testify? Can the learned counsel suggest a better habeas to corpus? <laughs> Miss Duffy, take the witness chair. Now, Miss Duffy, remember, anything you say will be held against you. Anything? Yes. Okay. Dan Johnson. <laughs> Please. Madam, this court is no place for levitidity. <laughs> We're trying to arrive at a verdict. Now, look me in the eye. I'll still take Dan Johnson. <laughs> I suggest that the witness have a little more contempt for the court. <laughs> 
Okay, Counselor, you may question the witness. Thank you. Now, Miss Duffy. The answer is yes. I beg your pardon. That's my answer. Make up your own question. Counselor. Yes, Counselor. Your witness. Oh, you're getting tricky, huh? Very well, if it pleases the court, I would like to cop a plea of replevin. On what ground? I think it's perfectly obvious. Do I object? What do you object to? I don't know, but it's better than sitting around here like a joke. I'm giving out with the old sex appeal. Please, do not try to purge it, of course. Now, raise your right hand. His right hand? Your right hand. Here's both of them. You got the education. Pick out the one you want. <laughs> Mr. Finnegan, please, try to concentrate. Now, tell me, sir, uh, uh, you and me is total strangers, are we not? The very best. <laughs> Did I in any way attempt to bribe you to be a witness? You mean that fifty-year-old you slipped me? What, please? Sir, I swear to tell the whole truth that Archie never slipped me a tootsie roll. I'd like to take this witness. You're welcome, Tom. <laughs> Objection sustained. Take the guy. Mr. Finnegan, look me in the eye. <laughs> okay, you got me. I confess. I did it. I did it. Did what? I don't know. Well, Counselor, is that convention? Are you now willing to concede that the chandelier fractured me so? Yes, I'll concede it, and I'll settle right now for fifty dollars. Fifty dollars? For an injury to one of the finest legal brains in America? Sir, the offer is rejected. All right, then we'll take it to court, and I'll prove that the whole thing is a frame up or my name is not J.G. Plyshacker. Wait a minute. What was that name? Flyshacker. Flyshacker, a Flyshacker, Bushwhacker, Millstone, and Briggs? The same. Mr. Flyshacker, don't you recognize me? I'm Archie. I used to work for you. Remember? Archie. Archie the Shyster. Yeah. <laughs> yes, yes, I do remember. Yes, now I'm sure we'll find no trouble at all in settling this case. Well, that's fine. Thanks a lot, Mr. Flyshacker. I'm sure I can prove to any court in this city that there isn't a chandelier in America heavy enough to crack a skull. That's it. Brushless Wonder Shave that whisks your whiskers off just like Benex Brushless with its special beard softening formula actually makes your beard one-fifth water, tames the toughest whiskers. Your razor mows them down in double-quick time. And Benex rinses off instantly. So you end up with a smooth, comfortable face. See for yourself. Just try new Benex, B-E-N-E-X. 
Benex Brushless Shave. Duffy's Tavern for this evening, but let's meet here again at this same time next Wednesday. And our guest will be Rex Harrison. Until next Wednesday, then, this is Rob O'Connor reminding you that for the smile of beauty, remember our pen of toothpaste, and for welcomed hair, remember Vitalis. Each Wednesday, Bristol Myers bring you Duffy's Tavern. And Mr. District Attorney, which will be heard at 9.30 tonight. 9.30 tonight for Mr. District Attorney. <laughs>